It's Thursday, October 16, 2014. Climate change is in large part due to human activity. Paul Ryan backs away, sort of, from outright climate science denial. You see some change of tone, even from those who have been aggressive climate change deniers. We may have reached peak climate change denial. Natural gas, if extracted safely... It's the bridge fuel that can power our economy with less of the carbon pollution that causes climate change. Turns out natural gas isn't a bridge fuel to a low emissions future. Plus, did a U.S. defense contractor really invent a compact nuclear fusion reactor? Separating fact from fiction. Because that's what we do. All of that and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comments. From the intersection of politics and unmitigated corporate gall. Hey, Rachel Maddow, don't give away our address on live TV. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, let me say before we begin that I am highly, highly dubious of the theories that you offered in the teaser that (laughs) uh, these uh, right-wingers, Paul Ryan and other climate science deniers, are actually backing off of their climate science denial. I would call it more like tricky, tricky waffling, if anything. Yeah, at best. Well, we'll get to that in a moment. But first, you may have heard the big splash this week that aerospace and defense giant Lockheed Martin made with a press release claiming that their research team had achieved the holy grail of nuclear energy, a breakthrough in nuclear fusion, promising small and super cheap nuclear reactors the size of a pickup truck. No, actually, I didn't hear that. Then again, I've been hiding in the basement with my Ebola hazmat suit on, so I'd, I'd I don't really know much of what's going on at all. Well, not to worry. It does look like nuclear scientists who are not employed by Lockheed Martin are pouring skepticism all over that press release, noting that it lacks technical details like actual results that can be independently verified and an actual working prototype. They say the press release appears to be just angling for more research money. But what would this nuclear fusion device mean if it was for real? It's perpetually 10 to 30 years in the future, but if it were for real, it would be a small nuclear reactor that would have very little nuclear waste and would hopefully be a lot cheaper and quicker to construct. And safer, right? Because nuclear fusion is different than the nuclear fission that we have in our current nuclear reactors. Right. But you remain skeptical. As do most nuclear scientists, apparently. Good. Good for you and good for them. Meanwhile, natural gas is not a bridge fuel that will help the U.S. transition to a low-emissions future, as President Obama has claimed. That's according to a new study published this week in the journal Nature. The study examines a lot of moving parts, including energy markets and future energy demand. But the basic upshot of this study is that even if natural gas drillers curbed their methane gas leaks, the surge in cheap cleaner natural gas is actually increasing energy use and emissions in the U.S., which is offsetting emissions cuts from coal. And worse, investment in the fracking boom is displacing investment in renewable energy sources. To give the context, a lot of environmentalists had pointed to natural gas, said, oh, it doesn't put off as much carbon. But in fact, it puts off a whole lot more methane, which is also a greenhouse gas. And now we're using more of it because we're producing so much more of it. Yeah, that's right. 
Moving on to elections, we've been reporting how the corporate media has suddenly decided to ask candidates about climate change after thoroughly ignoring it for years. In general, Democratic candidates this cycle have walked a fine line of accepting climate science without alienating the fossil fuel industry. But it's getting really tricky for Republicans, where outright denial was a litmus test in the primaries, but is not helpful in the general election. Here's Wisconsin Republican Representative Paul Ryan, who outright denied global warming as a vice presidential candidate just two years ago. Now he's shifting to saying he doesn't know if humans are responsible in a debate this week. I don't know the answer to that question. And I don't think science does either. Uh, Does climate change occur? Yeah. Yes, of course we have climate change. We've had climate change forever. Uh, Is human involvement involved? Yes, it is. What extent? I don't know. Yeah, he doesn't know. The scientists know, but... He ignores those scientists because, you know, he's not a scientist, all of that. It does look like the political tide may be turning against climate denial, at least according to the State Department's chief climate negotiator with the United Nations, Todd Stern. I think we are moving toward a tipping point. We're not there yet, but it's coming, I think. You see some change of tone, even from those who have been aggressive climate change deniers. I doubt actually that even a year from now, whether major political candidates will consider it a viable strategy to deny the existence of climate change. I think that Todd Stern of the U.S. State Department is a climate change denier denier. (laughs) For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. While you're there, please consider a donation to help the Green News Report stay on the air and help bradblog.com do all that we do. We really need your help. Find us and follow us on the Facebooks and the Twitter at Green News Report from bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. Dreamer,